بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين صلى الله وسلم وبارك على محمد وعلى اله وصحبه اجمعين السلام عليكم ورحمة الله وبركاته Continuing to discuss the case of Tawheed or Monotheism. That great case, that important case that Muslims are required to think about, to discuss, to gain information about. Here we are, you and I, sitting trying to satisfy Allah wa ta'ala, to please Him subhanahu wa ta'ala, so He will be pleased with us. So he will, subhanahu wa ta'ala, save us from hellfire and he will give us what we want. To see Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam beside his hawr, to see him sallallahu alayhi wa sallam in Jannah, to meet these sahaba, those who have been doing the list for this deed, to see them there in Jannah. Since we did not see them in this dunya, we hope that Allah tabaraka wa ta'ala will reward us by giving us the chance to see them, to see Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, to see sahaba in that day in the Jannah. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala make us all their brothers in there. Discussing this topic or this chapter of the case of judgment, Actually, it should start with talking about importance of this Sharia, this legislation which is descended by Allah wa Taala to His slaves, the followers of Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam. It's enough for us Muslims to remember that this Sharia is made arranged and descended by Allah wa ta'ala, the creator and sustainer of everything. While the other laws, other legislations are made by human beings. And human beings make mistakes. So the other legislations or laws, they have a lot of changing in them. Within a year or two or three or four, they change them. While this Sharia is one Sharia, because it's made by the one who created us and who knows the best about us, what's the best for us. We human beings make mistakes. We may make mistakes. Human beings think that drinking alcohol is good for a human being. It will make him enjoy or happy or have fun. But when it comes to Muslims, they know that Allah did not forbid that thing to us except because He knows that it's good for us. Look around. Those people who are drinking alcohol, whether among Muslims or Kafirs, how do they deal with their lives? If they have trouble, if they have problems, they run to alcohol or drugs. They cannot face it. And when they drink alcohol or take drugs, they do things that cannot, animals cannot do it. A man may jump into his mother, his own mother or sister and so on. 
That's why Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam quoted his hadith, Ummul Khaba'i, the mother of every dirty thing. Because when a person drinks, he will do all that using the mind. And you will ask yourself the question, is there anybody paying money to buy, to lose his mind and become a crazy? Yeah, if craziness is still sold in some markets, can you see anyone goes to these markets and buy this craziness? Or can you see somebody is throwing his mind away and say, I don't want mine tonight? I'll live without mine? You'll be amazed. Those people are doing this, actually, they are doing this safe. That's why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in his holy book and the hadith of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam and Sunnah of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, he forbid this thing for us. What I wanted to say actually is, we all, Muslims, believe with a certain dogma that this Sharia, not only the best Sharia, but the only true Sharia that suits that suit and help and serve the human beings correctly. Not only through the results we can give the judgment, but also it's enough for us from the first place to say, since this Sharia legislation is from Allah, Subhanahu wa ta'ala, it's enough for us. Whether we understand the wisdom behind it or not. Some will say, what is the wisdom behind a man marries four women? What is the wisdom behind cutting the hand of the thief? What is the wisdom behind, behind, behind? Okay. We may know the wisdom, and we may not. We may know the wisdom, yes. Sometimes Allah may tell us, or Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi may tell us the wisdom behind these laws, this legislation, sometimes they don't. And in both cases, we are supposed to submit and obey with love and happiness. Whether we see the results or not, although we know 100% that the results with this Sharia will be there is no way to compare it to the others. Just an example. When thieves in a town, in a city, they know that if they are caught stealing, and there is enough eyewitnesses, and all things are there, their hand will be lost. Even if they steal five riyals, their hand will be lost. If they steal ten hundred riyals, their hands will be lost. With the, with the, with the idea, with the wisdom to go and lose the hand just for this much of money. If a man married one, or divorced one, knows that if he makes zina, few minutes enjoyment will lead him to be killed by rocks. Will he think of it? Will the others think of it? That's why Allah Ta'ala told us in his holy book that we are supposed to show these things to people. وَلْيَشْهَدْ عَذَابَهُمَا طَائِفَةٌ مِنَ الْمُؤْمِنِينَ Why? Why to show people this when, when we throw rocks in a woman or a man or when we cut a hand of a, a thief or when we kill a killer? Why we are required to show it to people? Because the people who are going to take a very good death are a lot. When they see this, they will stop. They will think, Thousands of times before stealing or making zina. So subhanallah, one case like this will change the life of a lot of people. That's why Allah Ta'ala said in his holy book, وَلَكُمْ فِي الْقِصَاصِ حَيَاةٌ 
يا أولي الألباب سبحان الله العظيم he suffered with kifat when he needs to kill he suffered with to kill and he say in killing you have a life ولكم في القصاص حياة if you kill you have a life how is that easy and simple when we kill the killer thousands of killers will not kill again because they know they will go they will lose their lives but if the killer knows that if he kills and if the police catch him and if there are enough witnesses and if and if the end of it he will go to jail sometimes then he will be moved away that's if he cannot find a strong lawyer to take him out of the whole case like a piece of hair out of the whole thing and in these rules the civilized laws it's very easy to do this all you have to do have enough money have a fantastic lawyer then he will take you out of the whole problem kill, eat, take money of people, do this, do that, and so easy to take out. Or a poor person who cannot find something to eat and place to sleep, all he has to do is just do problems, kill someone or steal something that will take him to jail where he can sleep and eat. Is this a punishment? No. In Islam it differs. Punishment will make this person, not only this person, but others also, to think thousands of times before they go to steal or kill or do these things. This is, I say in the beginning, that this is the law of Allah, the legislation of Allah. It's made and descended by Allah, tabarak wa ta'ala, the one who knows everything about us. And He knows the best for us. So we don't go to say, why? What's the wisdom? Why? No why is in here. Never ask why Allah says this, why Allah do this, why Allah told us to do this. Billah, this is a bad question. We thank Allah for everything He gave us, including this sharia, sharia of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa it's just because of us, we don't know it correctly, that's the problem. It's not the case because of the Sharia. No, the Sharia is fantastic, top, but we are the problem because we don't know the Sharia correctly. If we know the Sharia and correct it and practice among ourselves, then we will find how people live fantastically. How Muhammad sallallahu his Sahaba, people after that, lived fantastically and happily just because Sharia is practiced. Everybody knows. The story is known that Abu Bakr when he became Khalifa to Muslims at that time, he hired Umar ibn Khattab as a judge in Medina. All Medina, one judge. And for a complete year, nobody came to Umar for judgment. No quarreling, no dispute, no disagreement. So Umar came to Abu Bakr and said, Khalas. I resign from this job. I said, why? I said, nobody. Everybody knows his rights and his wrongs. Nobody came to me. Nobody is having a dispute. Nobody is having disagreement. Everybody knows his rights. Not only we know our rights, we're supposed, but we know how we are supposed to give more for our brothers. Between the owner of the work and the labor of the work, there should not should be problems and judgment and disputes. They should be helping. The owner of the work will give extra to the labor. And the labor will give extra work to the owner of the work. That's the way of Muslims. That's the way of Islam. That's what's supposed to be. But when it comes to play around, it's a problem. Because a person who is away from Sharia to Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam, he will start to play around. The owner of the work will try to take and suck the efforts of this person without giving him enough money or enough salary. 
Vice versa, the labor will try to play around and come late or play around with work or steal this. Because they are not following the sunnah of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa If they do, they will come in time. Not on time, in time. And there is a big difference between these two. And they will do the best of their work. And more. And when they do this, they gain the money halal. And halal means a lot of barakah into it. And a lot of barakah means nothing numbers. 1,000 riyals, 1,000 riyals. Never changed. But what you can get with this 1,000 riyals, the first with barakah and without barakah. How much this 1,000 riyals will be good for you in life and the judgment day? That's the case of barakah. A person who is gaining halal money, 1,000 riyals, with barakah, it will not be 2,000 riyals. No. It's 1,000 riyals. But this 1,000 riyals will give him more bush to Jannah. When this 1,000 real, he will do a lot of good things. This 1,000 real will, will take him to Jannah, insha'Allah. While the other guy is taking 5,000 real as an example, but from haram way, without barakah, this 5,000 real will hurt him in dunya and akhirat. Because he will use them in things that will hurt him. He buys things, haram things, he takes them haram ways, he pays rishwa, he takes rishwa, and so on. Then he is in trouble. This 5,000 real killed him actually in dunya and after. So, the topic tonight actually, the chapter tonight is talking about seeking judgment. And seeking judgment in here, talking about the subject, we people, not about the rulers or the judge. It's talking about, the last chapter was talking about the rulers and the ulama, scholars. Now we are talking, this chapter is talking about us people. How are we supposed to do in our life in case of going to ask for judgment for our disputes or disagreements? According to Sharia, Allah says in his holy book that people will never be Muslims. Listen to the ayah. Allah says to Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, ثم لا يجدوا في أنفسهم حرج مما قضيت ويسلموا تسليما. Is that the case that they have to come to Muhammad صلى الله عليه وسلم in his life or to his Sunnah and Quran after his death for judgment, but also Allah has sworn for that by the way, but also to accept it with full acceptance and to submit for it. يا سلام. It's not just a case, uh, easy. It's the case that when a person he feels that he is a Muslim, any dispute, any problem he's having, any case he wants to have judgment in, he must go to the Sharia and he will love it. Even if the judgment will be against him, he should take it and accept it and love it. Because it is the judgment of Allah Taala in his holy book, or judgment of Muhammad Wasallam in his sunnah, and both are wahi, whispering from Allah Taala. The first ayah, now before the first ayah, let's talk about the relation to the previous chapter, which is talking about ulama and rulers. That one talking about to obey them. And this one is to seek for judgment. That's the difference in here or relation. What's the relation with this, this, this chapter and tawheed, monotheism? Judgment is for Allah wa ta'ala, not for anybody else. For Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and for Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. So any dispute, any disagreement among us, 
we are supposed to do this to Allah. If someone does it to someone else, he will be apologetic. Because he is putting someone to, he is associating someone with Allah in the case of judgment. While Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala told us in his holy book, clearly that no one is supposed to give judgment among us. إِنَ الْحُكْمُ إِلَّا لِلَّهِ وَلَا يُشْرِكُ بِحُكْمِهِ أَحَدًا That's it. Hukum, judgment is only for Allah. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala listened to the Quran to Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam told us in other wahi which is sunnah how to judge. Then in this case, we're not supposed to go anywhere. If someone goes to someone else other than Quran and sunnah, then he is going to the partner of Allah tabaraka wa ta'ala and that's polytheism. That's why we say it's connected to tawheed or monotheism in this case. Right. The first ayah, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is talking to Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. يعني يا محمد haven't you seen the meaning of it of course haven't you seen those people who say who claim and claim in English and يزعمون in Arabic يزعم in Arabic it's always usually said to the people who are lying he claims that he says probably he's lying in this case يزعم in Arabic also the same way so Allah Ta'ala said to Muhammad haven't you seen these people the meaning of what he said Muhammad Ta'ala haven't you seen these people who say who claim who claim that they Believe in Allah and Rasulullah and they are looking for judgment from others. The story will cover this I will come in the end of this chapter, but let me just give you a quick glance to it. It said that a Jew and a hypocrite in time of Muhammad had some dispute or quarrel or disagreement. So the Jew, because he loves Muhammad does not take money for judgment or bribe as they call it he said let's go to Muhammad why the hypocrite said no no let's go to the Jew scholars because he knows that they take bribe so this ayah descended now he says that he's a Muslim he's a hypocrite he, he, he shows he shows Islam and good intentions and he conceals ah he conceals what? cover disbelief that he's shown justice not the book is this way so these people are really claiming that they believe in Allah while they they say they want to go for judgment to these at-tahut at here it is more than just case of judgment at-tahut in Arabic as Allah mentioned in his holy book about the water in time of Nuh inna lamma taghal ma tagha means went more than it's supposed to be Yani if we say the river is moving in this edge, here, under the, the Mus'haf in here, usually it comes to up to here. But this time, the time of Nuh it went up and up. So called Tagha. Tagha means more than it's supposed to be. So in this case, Tughyan wa Taghiya wa Taghut, which is mentioned in the Quran, it means those ones who are requesting people to give them more than they deserve. In obedience, or worshipping, or anything else. Taghut means those people who think that they are supposed to judge among others, but not with Sharia. So a magician is a Taghut, a predictor is a Taghut, a spacious is a Taghut, and a person who wants people to worship him or obey him totally, independently is a Taghut. He's not allowed to do this. The only one to be obeyed totally, independently, is Muhammad, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, and from human beings, Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. 
Others are supposed to be obeyed as mentioned in the last ayah, mentioned last, uh, last week, is the others are to be obeyed only if, in the condition that they are obeying Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. As Allah mentioned in the book, وَاطِعُ اللَّهَ That's independently. وَاطِعُ الرَّسُولَ Also independently. Ah, وَأُولِ الْأَمْرِ مِنْكُمْ He does say he is وَاطِعُ Why not? Why not? Because they will obey them as far as or as long as they are obeying Allah and only that to obey Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Whenever they obey or they are not to disobey Allah, will not obey them. And whoever wants people to obey him totally with no question, blind obedience, he is a prophet. General manager of a company wants his people to follow his orders blindly. And he makes a warning or a rule that anyone in this company must come at 9 o'clock in the morning to 5 o'clock in the evening. None stop working. Even for Salah, even for Salah, he is a power. He is a power. Because he is contradicting now with Sharia of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. He is breaking the Sharia of Allah wa ta'ala. So we are not allowed to obey him. We are not allowed to obey him. Because he is requesting something that he doesn't deserve. He wants a blind obedience to obey him even in things that Allah has told us not to do. So we are not going to obey him. We will explain to him if he is ignorant. We will explain to him this is against Islam. If he still insists, we will not obey him. That's it. That's it. That's the first ayah and the story of it which is mentioned in two cases. The second ayah. It's actually three ayahs in Surah An-Nisa. Ayah number 60, 61, 62. So three ayahs actually. The second ayah, وَإِذَا قِيلَهُمْ تَعَالَوْا إِلَى مَا أَنزَلَ اللَّهُ وَإِلَى الرَّسُولُ قَالُوا حَسْبُنَا وَجَدْنَا عَلِهِ آبَانَا This is the, the, the other ayah. So they are, another, they are required, these people, they are required to come to what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala descended, to the hadith of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam if he is not alive, or to Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam if he is alive. They don't want. They don't want. They don't want to come to Sharia for judgment. They want to go to such and such person, whoever he is. They want to go to civil court. Two Muslims are having a quarreling or dispute. One of them is saying, let's go to Islamic court. Sharia court. No, no, no. He wants to go to civil court because civil court will give him more. He knows if he goes to civil court, that means he is going to gain the whole case. That is really major major disbelief. Because he is refusing the Sharia of Muhammad just because for his own benefit. Then Allah explained to us what will happen to them. بما قدمت أيديهم مصيبة تراجدي يعني punishment could happen to them in الدنيا أو in الآخرة or both those people who refuse to follow the sharia of Muhammad صلى الله عليه وسلم in their life to practice the sharia of Allah تبارك وتعالى in their life they may receive the tragedy in life and or in the judgment day the other ayah which he did here, which is Surah Al-Baqarah, Allah is explaining how the hypocrites are talking when they are told to be in the right track and to come to the Sharia of Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. When said to them, don't 
do bad things like this, come to the Sharia of Allah Taala. No, no, no. We are trying to make it easy and com- nice. We try to be democracy. We have, we need to have democracy. Democracy is better now. This Sharia of Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam is 1,400 years ago. You know, we cannot. It is defended for Arabs and Bedouins in that time. We cannot practice it now. La ilaha illallah. We say we are, we are in the 21st century now. What are you talking about? We cannot bring this Sharia which was 1,400 years ago and bring it to our life now. Subhanallah al-Azim. This is major kufr, major disbelief. Because this person says that Allah does not know. He's saying that Allah does not know that there will be 21st century. And there will be civilizations and there will be this and that. How strange is this? Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala when he created this earth and heavens, he knew subhanahu wa ta'ala there will be 21st century and more. And he knew subhanahu wa ta'ala what will happen to people. He, will know, he, know, he knew subhanahu wa ta'ala that this technology and this communication material and stuff, this it will happen. He knows subhanahu wa ta'ala, he knows whatever. He knew subhanahu wa ta'ala what happened, what is happening, what will happen in the future, what won't happen, how, if it happens, how it will happen. That one is not so easy, yeah? Let me say this again, because this is, the absolute knowledge of Allah is very strong. He knew what happened in the past. He knows what happening now. He knows what will happen in the future. These are clear now. And also he subhanahu wa ta'ala knows what won't happen, if it happens, how it will happen. I can't explain more of that. But this is the case. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala with absolute knowledge, knew all of this. And he knew when he descended this Quran and Sunnah that this is the last scripture, the last book he is descending, and this is good enough for people until the judgment day. Believe it or not, this is the case. When Quran came, when Allah had descended this book to Muhammad, he explained in this Quran that this book is going to be overall. And not only for one nation as the other deen before because the deen of Ibrahim was for his people alayhi salam the deen of Musa alayhi salam was only for the Bani Israel the deen of Isa alayhi salam the book of Isa alayhi salam was only for Bani Israel but the book of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi salam is for everybody and no messenger will come after Muhammad sallallahu alayhi salam so no more books will come so this book is for everybody until the judgment day it just it is just our mistake our ignorance that we don't know this Sharia. How many times we have to give examples actually, let's give some examples of this Sharia actually in our life. If you read Bible or the Old Testament, I don't urge you to do so, but if you read or you heard somebody talking about them, you cannot find in them any law talking about the human being truly. Only just some advices and some this and that, that's all. So when it comes to this Sharia, you will find that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in his holy book and Muhammad in his sunnah, which is another wahi, He's talking about every single case of our life. In the political side, there's a complete system. In the economic side, there's a complete system. In the social side of life, there's a complete system. Doesn't mean that we don't know it clearly, it's missing in there, no. But just we do not know it correctly. If we just understand it, we try to practice among our Muslim brothers, then we will find the difference. Read it, study it, you will be amazed. Go anywhere in this world, you will find all the laws they are having, they are really having shortage in it. But in Islam, no way. In Islam, it's giving every single person his own right. 
I told you last week, as an example, like women. Women in the West was, used to be sold by the law. A husband can sell his wife easily. That he is selling anything else. He's selling his horse and he's selling his wife also. That was in the West 100 years ago. In Islam, from the time of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, the woman has her own rights. Rights in her husband or his son or her, in her sons or his, in her brothers. Whenever a woman is there, there is a right for her. She is served by the husband, by the father, by the brother, by the son. They are required by Allah and by Muhammad to serve this lady. To support her with money, with food, with, with place to, to live. That's not just sadaqah from them, no. This is a must on them. So she's the queen. She's the queen in this deal. But this queen actually does not want to be a queen now. She wants to go and work. She doesn't want to be a queen at the, in the house. She wants to go and to be servant for the other people. She leaves the house where she's the queen in there. Her, the husband is responsible for her support or the father or the, the son or the brother. She leaves this all and says, I don't want this. I want to be my, in my own. Yeah, let's go on your own. What you can find? You find problems with your manager who's trying to use the ladies. Read the newspapers. Here in Saudi Arabia, we're having this problem now. How many girls, how many ladies are writing in the newspapers that they are facing troubles with their managers? Trying to use them. Well, he's the manager, he can fire her, he can upgrade her salary or her position, but there has to be something besides this. Nothing free, nothing free in this world. Is this an only Saudi Arabia? We just have this now. We are new in this case, by the way. But look at the others. Even in the West now, the lady's salary is less than the man's salary. Why? Why? Where, 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 where is the quality in here, Second about? They're saying there is equality and we take care of women and this and this. It's not true. Not true at all. They're only using the, the women there. When she is 20 years old or so on, oh, she's pretty, now you can use her. When she becomes 60, 70 years old, nobody cares about her. The best friend of this lady who brings her one flower in the day of the mother. One day in the year. While in Islam, we are required, even if we have our beard white, we have to go and kiss their hands and be humble in front of them. And I told you about that alim, scholar, who is having more than 1,000 people sitting in front of him to study, from, to learn from him. He's an alim, scholar. And his old lady, who doesn't, who doesn't care about these things, she comes to him and the dirt to say, Yalla, go. Go give the chicken their food. The scholar. He's sitting in front of his more than 1,000 students. He's giving the dirt. The old lady, his mother comes and says, Yalla. Stand up, go, go, go give the chicken their food. So he tells his, his students, please, excuse me. He tells his mother, he feeds the chicken, and he makes his mother happy, and he comes back, and he completes his dirt. Where can he find this? Where can he find this? Oh, yes, we Muslims now, unfortunately, we're not practicing the way we're supposed to do. How are we dealing with our parents? 
If Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in his holy book told us not to say uff. Uff, you know uff? Don't say this about your parents. We're not talking about people who are admitting their parents and they're shouting to them. Subhanallah al-Azim. Now, can you find in anywhere in this world system telling the son, the daughter, the children to deal with their parents this way? No way. Just because we are ignorant, we are we do not know the Sharia truly. If we know the Sharia truly, we will be so happy to just go back and study it and learn it and be with the Sharia and every dispute we have. So the hypocrites actually showing that oh we want to have democracy, we want to have secularism because we want to make people together and, and people equal. You know why we have these problems? Let's let's import. The other laws, French law, Swiss law, British law. Why to import? If you have the best, why you import? If in your area you have a fantastic factory who is making fantastic cars and very cheap and very good. But some people, because they are, yeah, what can I say? They don't want this, these cars. They want to import cars because there is some English names into it. Subhanallah al-Azim. Subhanallah al-Azim. You are having a factory cars in your own town and these cars are very cheap and very good and very strong and they will serve your needs. No, 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 I don't want this. It's made in here. No good. Local. I want imported one. What can you say about this? Hey, we have the best Sharia. We have the best law in this world. Where do, where do we go and beg the others for their own law? Why, why some Muslims want to be buried to resemble the others? Why they have the best? Subhanallah. Then Allah Subhanahu wa Taala mentions the other ayah: "وَلَا تُفْسِدُوا بِالْأَرْضِ بَعْدَ إِصْلَاحِهَا." This is Surah Al-Araf. These are hypocrites are trying to destroy the life of Muslims, but their problem is that they are the worst among people. A kafir is a kafir, clear kafir. A Muslim is shown his deen. The kafir is shown his deen. The hypocrite does not. The book is having two actions. A Muslim is having one action. He's showing his Islam. A Kafir is having one action. He's showing his good. But a Bukhrat is doing both. He's showing and concealing. Concealing something in his back. Nobody knows about it. So that now he they say, we want to fix things. We want to make life is advanced. We want to, to, to make people advanced. We want to teach people to give them their rights and this and that. When you tell them, don't, don't. Disobey Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Didn't disobey Allah Subhanahu Wa Taala and Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. Their laws. They say, no, we don't. Do. We're just we want to make people advance and make the people advance by the Sharia. What's the problem here? Can't you have a car or can't you make a car or a factory for a car or an airplane or this? If there is Sharia, can you have to throw Sharia away in order to have factories for cars and others? No way. In fact, your factory, if it's working with Sharia. Everybody will be really, yani loyal to your factory. They work hard. They will give the best, and your factory will be the best. Then Allah Subhanahu wa Taala the other ayah, "The law of jahiliyyah is born." Do these people want the judgment of the ignorant people, whether the jahiliyyah which is before Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam, or the jahiliyyah in any time where people really do not understand the Sharia of Allah Taala? So Allah Subhanahu wa Taala still mentioning that these people are really going in the wrong way. And they ask him for the wrong judgment. Why we have the best judgment in our books, holy books of Allah Taala and the Hadith of Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. 
Then he mentioned in this chapter hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu which is narrated by Abdullah ibn Umar radiallahu anhu. The hadith is not so strong, but it's inshallah okay in the meaning as mentioned by some ulama. They said, as the Nawawi and the others said, Muhammad sallallahu said, لا يؤمن أحدكم لا يؤمن أحدكم حتى يكون هواه تبعا لما به. None of you will be a believer, the meaning of the hadith, None of you will be a believer until his desires will be following what I brought from Allah Tabarak wa Ta'ala. If our desires go this way or this way, then we have a problem. Muhammad has been telling us that there is no belief in here. So our belief means that we have to love what Muhammad has brought to us. Whatever. Even if it's against us, even if it's against us. I have to pay zakah 2.5 as an example for my money. Nobody likes that. Nobody, nobody wants to give. No, there are good Muslims who want to give, to give. And they give more. They give 2.5 as zakah. They give more as sadaqah. Now these people are having barakah. These people are... Remember the story which is mentioned in some hadith Muhammad sallallahu about one of the people who are from the previous nations of Muhammad sallallahu that he was having a small farm. And that farm... A man was walking and he heard, he saw a cloud and he heard someone speaking in the cloud telling the cloud, go and irrigate the farm of such and such person. He said the name. He said the name of that person. The owner of the farm. So the other guy who heard, heard this name, he went and he asked, who is that guy? So they directed him to the, the farm of that guy. He came to him and said, your name is this? He said, yes. He said, what, what are you doing? What's your story? He said, what story? said, unbelievable, I heard your name in the cloud. Somebody was mentioning your name and telling the cloud to go and irrigate your farm. What's the story? There's no story, except I make, I, I, I make seeds on the soil, and when it's cut up and it's ready, I take it, one-third for sadaqah, one-third for my family, one-third for back to the earth so to make more, more tea again. That man, the other one said, well, subhanAllah, that's why. That's why Allah SWT is ordering this angel to drive this cloud to irrigate your farm. So don't think that giving sadaqah or zakah will reduce your money. No. Muhammad SAW himself personally said in his hadith, Baltazidah, Baltazidah, Baltazidah. Means it will make it more and make it more and make it more. More on what? Not in numbers. But more in barakah. More in barakah. Because as far as you're using this money, barakah is in there, your money is not going to be more in numbers, but it will be more in something else. You know, in, in, we say that quantity and quality. Quantity is required and quality is required. If I have 100 of this book, but the quality is bad, what's the use? But if I have 10 of this book, but it's fantastic quality, ah, this is the word. If I bring you this much of gold, looks like gold, but it's not gold. Or this much of true gold, which one you choose? So quality here is the barakah. Allah will put barakah to the quality of this thing you are having because it's going to be a lot better. But people do not look to the quality, they look to the, the zeros in the account. Well, my account is one, five zeros in there, oh, alhamdulillah. Tomorrow, it's, it's, it's only nine, nine, nine. Oh, there's, there's something missing. I give, give the castle, so it's missing. No, it's not missing. 
reduce the quality, quantity to the more inshallah in quality. Put this in mind. Yes. Then, Al-Shabi, one of the great scholars of Islam, after Tabi'in, he said, he gave the story of the ayah, saying that one of the hypocrites and a Jew had a, a dispute or a quarrel, and they went, they already said, let's go to Muhammad for judgment. The hypocrite refused, because he knows that Muhammad does not take rishwa. Rishwa. Ah. If there is rishwa, means the judgment will be changed. Some money under the table, okay, then change, the judgment will be changed. Muhammad does not do take this. So this Jew, he wants to go to Muhammad The hypocrite doesn't. The hypocrite is joined Islam, in concerning cover, he doesn't want to go to Muhammad because he wants to give rishwa to the judge, the judge, so he will make judgment for him. So he said, no, we want to go to Jew. Jew leaders, because they will take rishwa and they will make judgment for the hypocrite. Then actually did not go, they, they went to the uh, predictor of Juhayna and Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala this ayah. The meaning of this, uh, yani, uh, case is clear, inshallah, as Sheikh Mubad said. Also, another say that this is happened on two guys who have quarrel and they, uh, one of them say we want to go to Rasulullah sallam, the other guy said we want to go to Kaab al-Ashraf, one of the leaders of Yahud. But then, they went to Umar radiallahu anhu and this the step they should not do but they did it because Allah wants to show us so the Jews said to Umar radiallahu anhu before he, he was not Amir al-Mu'mineen he was Muhammad al-Sallam was still alive said yeah Umar we went to Rasulullah and this guy did not accept his judgment we went to Abu Bakr and he refused his judgment and then he, he wants to go to this and this guy from Jew so Allah said to the other guy, is that true? He said yes. He said, okay, wait. And he went to his house, bring, brought his sword, and took out his neck. That was hypocrite. Why he did this? Because he said, Amr said, this guy, if he refused the judgment of Rasulullah he's a kafir. Oh, that's it. Because above the ayah, Allah tells us, we say this in the ayah, the uh, chapter, we said Allah said, this is our book, but not in this book, in this chapter. فَلَا وَرَبِّكَ لَا يُؤْمِنُونَ حَتَّى يُحَكِّمُوكَ فِيمَا شَجَرَ بَيْنَهُمْ They will never be believers unless they accept you as a judge among them. Not only this, but also to be happy with that and to fulfill with it. Three conditions. And this guy did not. Did not accept, did not uh, uh, follow it, did not, did not happy with it. So Amr cut his head. Whatever it is, the meaning of it is correct, inshallah, but still the case is not up to us. I mean, nobody do this the same, say, I'll do like Omar. He will see people who don't accept Sharia, then he will say, yeah, you don't accept Sharia, yeah, cut his head. No, it's different. But this is just Omar, because he was the, 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 the yani, uh, helper of Muhammad, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, Abu and Omar, both of them, they were helper of Muhammad, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. This is the case of seeking judgment. Everybody uh, has explained it as much as you could. May Allah Ta'ala accept our deeds and do others for it. If you have any questions, I'll be happy to hear from you. Yes. No. The judge, the case of judgment, the judge himself is not allowed to use the law. 
if he is a Muslim, he is supposed to learn the, the, the Islamic Sharia and make judgment among Muslims. Yani an example, let's say a group of people or community of Muslims in one of the Western cities or countries, they are not supposed to go to civil court. They are supposed to have one of them who knows the Sharia of Muhammad to be a judge and they agree on it. What is the, the, the connection between the case of the no, no, person? I mean, I'm saying that they are independent in wrong cases. Uh-huh. They, are, they are not done anything wrong. I see. Okay. They are totally taken care of. Muslim community. Muslim community should take care of it. Yani, first of all, why Muslim community allow, allow to be able to go to civil court? That's one case. Second case, that if this happens because of the civil court or the law of such and such country with not Islamic law, then the Muslim community is supposed to take care of it. Yeah, as an example, say uh, some people in one city, one is the western city, and some Muslims in the community were jailed because of such, such case, which is because they have reverted to this law of this country, then they are blamed, and Muslim community is blamed also. They are supposed to say that we have to have a Muslim judge who knows the Sharia of Muhammad Sallam, we will go in any dispute or disagreement to him. That's really an important case, you know, because Muslims are in trouble in here. Of course, there may be some certain cases, exceptions, and in, and in exceptions is known, but rule is rule. When we say if everybody must go to Sharia, we mean it. Which is Mishra Quran Sunnah. But if someone, for some reason, like, uh, I remember one of your brothers asked me once in the Darsh, in Rabba Jariyat, he said, what if we don't have judge? What if we have, what if I have a problem with a Hindu? He will not come to a Muslim judge. Can I go with him to the civil court? And if you, if, you don't, if you don't have to, you should not go. But if you have to, there's no other way to gain your right except to go there, you have to go. But when I'm talking about the Muslim community, a Muslim city, I believe that there is in India, mashallah, a lot of Muslims, more than 150 million now, and these people, don't they have their own court? That's a problem here. I heard that there are courts, but only for personal law. No, personal law is not enough. We're supposed to use the Sharia and everything, not only personal law. And if we cannot do this officially, we can do it without, not officially. And we should have, you know, our community, Muslims in such and such city, in India or anywhere in the, we have to have our own community. We will assign one of our, our good Muslim brothers who have studied the Sharia, Muhammad Sallallahu to be our judge. And just, subhanAllah, just few years ago, not few years, but some years ago, even here in Saudi Arabia, the judge is not hired. He's not hired by the government. He is one of the people of the town. I have seen this by myself. Although I'm not so old, yani, nobody thinks that I'm, okay? So, I have to, yani, the, the judge is only the, the best person who knows Sharia in that town. Everybody goes to him and select judgment, ma'asalam, in the masjid. No time for going papers and this and that. Khala, salam alaykum, shaykh, this is, uh, you are right, he is wrong. Give him this, ma'asalam. Very simple, very easy. But we are complicating things now. Yani, some people, when they have judgment, or quarreling with his brother, dispute with his brother, he goes and round and round. He knows he's wrong, but he still wants to make it. Subhanallah. Why? Because dunya is very important for us now. We have here in Riyadh and some other Saudi areas, the brother is having a problem with his brother, his own brother. They go to judgments and courts and this and this for piece of land, some money, this, that. Why? Because deal is not as strong as before. Before, as I told you, we go to the masjid, and we talk to the Imam or the Sheikh, 
وي هاف ذيس بروبلم ان هي ليسن تو اس ذن هي جيف اس ذا ججمنت مع السلامه خلاص وي اكسبت اول مع السلامه نو كانت وي دو ذيس اجين ان سم ارياز سبيشلي ليسن كوميونيتيز وير ذي كافر كانتريز وذر ان ذا ويست اور ان ذا ايست اور ان وير اوف يعني اف ذيرز ا كوميونيتي ان ون اوف ذيس يونايتد ستيتس سيتيز ا كوميونيتي اوف مسلمز كانت وي هاف هاير ون اوف ذيم اور يعني اساين ون اوف ذيم تو بي ذا جادج اوف ذي كوميونيتي اند ذي اكسبت ذيس ججمنت بيكوز هي نوت شريعه محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم هي ستاديز ان سم وير اوف ذيس اسلامك يونيفرسيتيز Why not? Why not? It's just the case that some people say, I will see if this Islamic Sharia will give me the best, I'll go to it. If the civil court will give me the best, I'll go to the civil court. This is against Islam. This is no, no faith. فَلَا وَرَبِّكَ لَا يُؤْمِنُونَ He is not a believer in here. Yes, okay. Two cases you are talking about. Sorry to interrupt you. Before I forget you, because I'm waiting for you. Two cases you are talking about. We have to, because we are a non-Muslim country and the law is there first. This is one case. But they are happy with it. This is another case. Now, if we, if we have to, as you said, you know, just imagine that you, yani, as a Muslim, you have a problem or accident or whatever with a Hindu. You cannot bring this Hindu to the Islamic judge or, or court. You have to have, if you want to have your own right, you have to go with him to the civil court. This is, you have to, and you have to hear some other case. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will forgive. But the case, to be happy with, nah. If they are happy with this law, they are breaking the sharia of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. They are saying that this law is better than the sharia of Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, or equal, that's major kufr. Na'udhu billah. That's exactly what I'm going to say for this, and we'll see you inshallah next week.